All right. Let's kick off the week in style. Let's get it going right here, right now. This is Eyes Up Here, and you're listening to a brand new Eyes Up Here exclusively on our Patreon channel. And also simulcast later in the week on the Creative Control Podcast Network. If you know by now, my name is Chad, and every single week I'm joined here by my co-host, the one and only, the host of the show, the Grand Poobah of Queen of Extreme Land. She is the Queen of Extreme Francine. I need the hat with the little tassel on the side, like uh, <laughs> the Flintstones or Mr. Cunningham or, uh, you know, one of those people. That would be cool to wear. I would love, I would love to see that. I would accessorize yeah. very nicely today. I, I know. I could, get a, I could get a bedazzled one. Maybe Liz can make one on that thing. You on the cricket. We were talking about it the other night. I was, I was giving I her know. suggestions. <laughs> Unreal. Yes, that would be great. So what's going on today? Well... It's been it's been a busy couple of days, yeah. uh, you know, as we're broadcasting this, uh, we're recording a couple days early. So my whole routine is thrown off. I'm I, I'm sorry, <laughs> but this was your suggestion. It was. Life. It was. No, no, no. I'm not blaming anybody but myself. <laughs> but it's just I'm thinking it's Friday when it's really right. Wednesday. I know it's early this week. Yeah. And Thanksgiving is tomorrow. And uh, when I was talking to uh, I was talking to Troy, who's going to be joining us this week on Patreon uh, as part of the uh, the fan appreciation month. He was like, man, you guys really tape ahead of time. And I was like, we're never this early. But man, is it throwing me off? (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. Uh, um, I was thinking like, uh, you know, what I have to do for the week. And yesterday I thought was today. I thought Tuesday was Wednesday. I was about to take my trash out. And I'm like, wait, this is the wrong day. And then I was like, oh, tomorrow I got panicked because I was like, wait a minute. Is today Wednesday? Because I have to call. I have to call Chad. Wait a minute. What is today? I I was so confused. So uh, I'm all off. I, I think we've only done this once or twice where we had to move it up a couple of days. But this is like, I think this is more of an egregious offender because of Thanksgiving then being dropped. So as you're listening to this, Thanksgiving's already happened. You're stuffed to the gills. You're Everybody had pumpkin pie. Yeah, yeah. Or you threw it out. We usually throw the bird right out because I'm not a big leftovers fan. But um, yeah, well, we're not even getting a bird. Are you, are you getting a breast? We're not. We don't like turkey. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I can eat. It's weird. I can eat um, <clears throat> like lunch meat, turkey, Love lunch it. meat. Mm-hmm. I don't like turkey off the turkey, <laughs> like carved turkey. I'm not a big fan of that. So like I usually don't ever eat turkey. And this year we're not seeing family. It's just the five of us. So we, what we are doing um, is we uh, went on to the Wegmans website okay. and I asked each person, what do you want to eat tomorrow? Because I'm not cooking. I just said, <laughs> I'm not, co- I don't feel like cooking. I'm not cooking. I'm going to be lazy this year. And my mom said, I'll buy it. Cause she's great like that. Like everyone's, you know, she'll say, Oh, let me treat. Let me do. So she wanted to buy Thanksgiving dinner. So, Every person picked something off of the Wegmans uh, site and we're just going to heat it all up and it's going to be a smorgasbord. Uh, Hubs bought like four different desserts. Wow. So we're covered with that and all I have to do is the dishes and I'm done. So I love it. I'd come, but COVID, you know, it's uh, uh, I'd come yes. to partake, but COVID, I, if you listen, walk across the line. <laughs> I still want you and Liz to come. Oh, we're coming. For one night to um, just partake in some booze and um, cheer. So, uh, yeah. Speaking of booze, I could tell you a funny story. So we recorded, uh, oh, I mean, by the time this hits Creative Control, like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. I, I I can honestly tell you, and I and I do tell you, you know, if we're drinking, you know, we're texting, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, we're having whatever. I have a brand new winner in the clubhouse for the worst drinking night of my life. Did you puke? <laughs> oh, I puked. Oh, no. <laughs> was it because of the straight fireball? Well, it was the straight fireball. It was uh, this weird root beer concoction that I took two giant shots of. Root beer? I love it. I don't know what the hell it was. Something Beulah McGillicuddy. So it was something McGillicuddy's. Beulah McGillicuddy. <laughs> it was something McGillicuddy's root beer. And I took two giant shots of that. Is it and a, then, um, liquor root beer? Like, uh... Look, they showed me the bottle. I said, yeah, I'll take it. And oh, so I it's took... a spirit. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, they showed me. They poured it in. I knocked it back. And then I had 
glasses and glasses and glasses of wine. <laughs> you don't mix whiskey, wine, and McGillicuddy shit. You don't mix it. Who gave you this? Who was the bartender? Well, the chatster can't reveal anybody's oh, names here my on God. the air. But... Um, we, you know, we were safely, uh, commingling with other people and, uh, it was, I was not in a bar. I was at at somebody's house. I was out of it until four o'clock Saturday. (laughs) That's when you turn on the the recorder (laughs) and you film yourself for Patreon. What are you, you're not thinking correctly. We need footage of this. It was Come so on. bad. It was so, and I, my other worst night, and I remember it because it was the only other bad one. My twenty third birthday, where I had to be carried out of a bar. I was on the floor of the bathroom, puking my guts Ew. out after tequila shots, uh, and I, I literally, I think I had guys like pissing over my head. Wow! <laughs> it was. It was it, I cannot believe. And then I was literally until what's the stage? So until Monday, couldn't like laugh because I had such sore insides but on the benefit i think i lost like five pounds <laughs> so uh, yeah, i'm happy probably, about that <laughs> you probably puked five well, uh, i am so sorry i'm surprised okay. you didn't text me sooner well i figured something. i'd save it for the uh, for the That's air a, at that point but it woof. that is bad um bad. i did the exact opposite i stayed sober decorated the inside of the house and we decorated the outside of the oh, house very nice very festive um i i been wanting a cocktail but i keep pushing it off um but i think i'm gonna cave this weekend so um we have a lot of uh different he bought fireball we have jack honey he bought um bailey's which is great in coffee or chocolate yes i love it too um and he drinks this whiskey that blue meanie told him about um he's been mixing that with like a, a ginger ale um and we just sip it like adults. We just sit there, we sip, and uh, it's, quite, <laughs> it's quite relaxing. Well, um, whenever we do come for the night, I can tell you, I am officially never drinking again. So it's... Uh, <laughs> well, then don't bother coming. <laughs> I, I, I have... I am... I am retiring temporarily from uh, the alcohol game. It was a nice run. Yeah, until (laughs) tomorrow at Thanksgiving when he has a glass of wine in front of him. The jersey is in the rafters. It was a hell of a go at the end of the night. It was. Let me. So a little little funny aside. So I had on my newly uh, minted uh, gold chain that I'm wearing. I had to check it because I thought I was hanging over the the toilet so bad. The cross was in the throw up. I thought it was in the throw up. And I was like, I had to do one of these. I had to go. I was like, all right, it's good. Oh, my goodness. That's disgusting. All right. Before we're going to have DC join us here in a couple minutes. Uh, Before we get into that, I just want to to bring up something that. Uh, kind of caught me off guard uh, Saturday morning. Uh, now, I had no idea what it was from until later in the week. And it was a tweet you put out. I'm just putting it up on the screen here, if you don't mind. It says, it was never pretty enough slash talented enough. I heard it week in and week out, but I still kept going because I loved what I did. It hurt and I cried a lot, but I learned to accept that not everyone will like me. And that's okay. Don't let the hate shadow all the love. And you tagged lana wwe so i had no clue what this was about um until much much later in the conversation but i know just from knowing you and knowing your you know your history and your career that there has been stuff said in sheets and newsletters and websites over the years about you when you were a performer and things that people speculated you might have been doing or had possibly some sort of disorders. So you kind of stepped up and let somebody like Lana, who's going through, I guess, a a tumultuous time that it's happened before in the business and you have to persevere. And I just thought it was great to see the outpouring of love by the fans and and your followers and everybody that they just showed you that what you did, all those crying and all the hurt and everything was worth it because they, they loved what you did. Yeah. And, and I didn't tweet it to, you know, uh, get people to say how great I was. That wasn't the point. The point was just, um, you know, to reach out to a woman that I don't even know I've never met. Um, I've seen her, obviously I've seen her work. She works hard. Uh, she's a beautiful girl. And to see the clip that I saw, they, they did some kind of retrospect on the WWE network on her. Yeah. They did a special about her. 
Okay. And, and I see this clip of her just sitting there crying and <clears throat> all the tweets that were being, you know, uh, published that she sucks. She's this, she's that. Um, I, I don't know what the sheet writers have said about her because I don't read the sheets. I think they're full of shit. Um, but for me, you know, back then I, I was in love with wrestling. Uh, it, I ate it. I dreamt about it. I breathed it. It was my everything. I didn't have like my family back then. I was in my early twenties. Um, and I just loved what I did and week in and week out. Uh, Paul Heyman said it best. He said, there could be a hundred people who love you. There's always that one guy that's going to be critical and you have to just zone him out. And I could never do that because even though a hundred people might've loved me, that one negative remark stood out in my head. And it was always the same couple guys because we didn't have social media back then. So I didn't, you know, I didn't have to endure the hate through tweets and stuff. Um, it, right. was sheet, it was sheet writers. Um, and once in a while you read on a message board, you get fans saying you're this, you're that, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I loved it so much and it just, it brought me back like 20 years ago. It made me think about what I went through. And I just wanted her to know that she's not the only girl that had to endure this. She won't be the first, she won't be the last. But if you love what you do, you have to push all that hate aside and realize there are people who love you and there are people who respect you. And if you love what you're doing, you have to keep doing it because in the end, you just have to please yourself. Right. And I, it took me a long time to learn that because I want it to please everybody. I'm, I'm a people pleaser. One person doesn't like me. I focus on that one person. You have to like me. I will make you love me. Can't do that. You know right. what I mean? So, um, again it took me a while but i just wanted to reach out i don't know if she's ever seen it she never responded and it's fine but i just you know i wanted to send some love and light her way so um. no it was it was great and like i said the response was unbelievable uh yeah i I was even seeing retweets with quoted tweets for days after (laughs) after the tweet because i think people were just finding it but just to provide a little bit of context on on her story from what i understand she was never hired to be a wrestler she was hired to be a valet. She was never supposed to be in the ring. She was supposed to be the mouthpiece for, for Rusev when she mm-hmm. was doing the Russian character, which they right. never should have taken off of her because she hit it out of the park and, and brought to life the manager again by being the, the ravishing Russian and being this, you know, uh, Brigitte Nielsen from Rocky Four to Rusev. Yes. When they decided to start putting her in the ring, what is all she she would hear? She sucks. She's terrible. She's not talented. She's not athletic. She shouldn't be in the ring. She why are they doing this? Of course, WWE is pushing you know blonde with you know what's and she's gonna be just a typical Vince McMahon WWE girl now and blah blah blah. But as this would go on, she would attain success and they'd knock her down and she got punished because uh, during the Rusev Lana breakup they announced they got engaged. Right. <laughs> I've since heard that that was actually leaked by the office or they were told to leak it by the office and Rusev, who's now no longer with the company basically shoots on them every freaking week. <laughs> and because of that, she is getting put through tables every week. They're making yeah. her embarrassed every week. And I think it's just coincidentally, they decided to do this special about her because if I bet you, if Vince knew they were doing that and coinciding it with all the stuff and storyline, they would have put the kibosh on the special because they would not paint themselves in the negative light that they're making this girl go through all this. Yeah. Well, I, I saw, um, you know, I it, tweets were coming up, I guess, because I had tweeted and I saw something that uh, Brandy Rhodes tweeted. So like there is an open door for her. If she can ever get out of her contract, I don't know when her contract expires, but uh, a W is ready yeah. for her to work there. No, absolutely. Um, so her career will not be over. W- I always say WWE isn't the, you know, do do all, end all, be all, whatever. No, um, not at there, all. There are greener pastures besides that company. Um, your career will not be over. So she does have other options. Um, it, it's just, it makes me sick to my stomach that women are judged 
yeah the way they're judged in this sport right um by men who i mean honest to god look at some of these <laughs> men that are judging these girls yeah come on I, I don't mean to be rude but let's call a spade a spade here they're <laughs> they're horrible none of them looking like the chadster basically is that what you're no, trying to say no, okay all right of, that's what i was, that's what i thought as, you were going with none of them are as good looking as you chad is that, is that what you want me to say Timestamp: um, 15 minutes 27 seconds i just think <laughs> and, and, and be sure to play that clip over and over. Oh, I'm going to find a way. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? You know, d- just people are just full of hate. And this girl's working hard. I worked hard. Everybody in the business works hard. Um, and to just have people just keep putting you down and trying to knock you down and uh, basically take you out is just, it's disgusting to me. So, um I just wanted to just uh, let her know that uh, you she, did great. Yeah. It's, and, and to everybody who tweeted at me, thank you so much. You made me, all of you made me smile. I did not read one negative comment um, geared towards me, which was super nice and made me feel really good about myself and made me happy. So thank you all. Where, where was this guy's tweet? Here I am. I don't know if he tweeted me. I, I think can, he might've missed. It. Can you say something about DC and how he looks? Um, no, I only audio, so no. no. <laughs> yeah, he said no. How are you, buddy? I'm great. How are you guys? We're doing well. Awesome. We are gearing up for this great show that you have planned for us. Yeah, well, first of all, in this thankful time of year, I'm thankful to be back here with you guys once Aww. again. Thank you for having me. We're thankful for you, sir. Yeah, that schedule uh, really got away quickly. <laughs> I mean, it was every single week it was conflict after conflict and this and that and yada 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 so uh, we had to book this one in advance big time even with busy man yeah even with this quarantine going on it it just seems like these months fly past though right i mean yeah we're talking christmas already i know are you decorated i am oh yeah i decorated outside two weeks ago i put my lights up there you go (laughs) it's never too early for christmas is it that's right no i don't think so well i think like you know july june august that might be a little that's uh, that's a little early though not according to mick foley (laughs) you know something that's funny i real quick i i purchased these lights that are on wire and they're solar Mm-hmm. And they they bend and they, you know you they're flexible and all this stuff and we wrap them around our bushes and they're around like a post and stuff and I'm like hmm can I just leave them up all year round because you if I turn off the switch you can't see them is that bad <laughs> no do I have a lot to of people do down? I think there's actually like a name for that for people that leave their Christmas <laughs> lights up all year but long. you can't see these they're so tiny. They're L- like LED, I think, mm-hmm. and they're solar powered, and you can't you can't even see them on the pole. It's not like they have bulbs, big bulbs. Well, nobody would have ever known, but you just said it on the most popular podcast in the I world know. right I now. So myself- now everybody world. everybody knows. I just wanted to get approval and make sure it was. Okay. I uh, I like big balls, and I cannot lie. Mm. <laughs> well, speaking speaking of balls, we'll have to do our manscaped commercial later. Yes, um, yes, we'll do that. that. Yes, we'll do that before we say goodbye. Okay, of course. Uh, All right. So, what are we doing today, DC? So, you know, WWE just finished up with uh, the Survivor Series. It's that time of year. So, I wanted to continue that theme here today, except a little bit more extreme. So instead of uh, Raw versus SmackDown, we're going to do the original ECW against the fake ECW, as you would say. Fake ECW. WWE version. So I like this Extreme Survivor Series uh, graphic, but I'm a traditionalist, so I got to throw that one. (laughs) Okay. I want it to be original. There we go. (laughs) So wait, before we get started with Survivor Series, so... Um, this past weekend, 30 years of the undertaker goes back to 1990. I, my heyday of survivor series is the first like five that those are the ones I can't get enough. And I even put it on last night just to hear the intro. Did you ever hear the intros done by Vince McMahon, Francine for the survivor series? He used to do these epic, like four minute, like introductions to the show where he would bring up every gra- it would be a graphic of every guy on every team and he would be like calling their name out so he'd be like it's the ultimate warrior <laughs> against ted dibiase it's the ultimate maniacs against a million dollar team and he'd go through the whole entire roster every guy who's on the show 
it is so worth watching if you haven't seen it before or you haven't seen it in 25 years. Mm-hmm. Every year, 1989 is my go-to one. It oh. is it is so that I saw the Survivor series, love, 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 love. Did you watch it this weekend? Hell no. No, I didn't. He loves either. it so much. I didn't. Well, I went back and watched the clip because yeah. I saw my buddy Glenn was on there, but that's about it. Okay. But like everything yeah. else, WWE has ruined that pay per view. It's not what it used to be. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the one funny thing. So Undertaker retires. Okay, this whole the whole pay per view is to build up to the Undertaker retiring for the last time. He's leaving. This is it in front of no fans, mind you. So they go, what do they do? They do the classic. Let's bring back everybody from the Undertaker's history into the ring. So we get the Godwins are back. Savio Vega is back. The Godfather, Kevin Nash, the big show, Mick Foley, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Uh, they literally going down the list of guys tied to the, and then they, and Kane is the only one who comes out in full gimmick, right? <laughs> oh, whole thing, the fire, the mask, everything. They, they, so all the guys make their entrance, they fade to black. And when they come back, all these guys are gone. So everybody got a payday to show up, stand in the ring, and leave. Never even had to be there when The Undertaker <laughs> came out. They were gone. They were ushered out of the ring. Do you like when they do stuff like that, Chad? When they bring all those people back? Yeah, I like when they like shake that. the guy's hand when they're in the ring. And the Undertaker, <laughs> they pat him on the back and say, wow, maybe good, good it work. Was COVID. Maybe he They said, were standing next to each other. <laughs> oh. I don't. They were know. hugging, literally hugging. You know, too sweet. You know, like. you know, it's funny you mentioned that because Mick Foley put a tweet out and about you know stay home for Thanksgiving, don't go see your loved ones. Yes, hypocrite. The amount, the amount of of hate that the people were giving Mick, I was just like, wow. Like, oh if you, no, it's the blooms off the rose the, with him. Yeah, if you read the comments on that, they were just like, oh, but it was okay for you to be in a ring with eighty people and no mask, and I was like, wow. Is that what happened? I may have I may have pointed it out to an old friend of his just for uh, S's and G's. <laughs> <laughs> S's and G's. Wow. All right, sorry to interrupt. So let's get going okay. with the Extreme Survivor Series. All right, so here's how it work, Francine. You yes. will pick first. So what I'll do is I'll give you two names. You'll pick uh, one of those names to put on your team. The other name will not reappear again. So once you do not take them, that's it. They're out. So oh, the pressure. Okay. That's it. All right, so let's let's start with this one. Uh, Brian Lee or Gary Wolf? Well, um, geez. I love both men dearly. I know. I tried to do that. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go with the bulldozer. Okay. Brian Lee. I mean, he was the ultimate man. <laughs> Now, was he in the triple threat at all when you were managing yes. him, or it was yes. right after? Okay. No, he was in there. He was one of our uh, founding members. He was a he was like a passing by member of the triple threat. He was there yeah. for a while, though. We it it wasn't as long as I think it, people remember it being, but it, it was. He was. It was like there, and he was at a group. He was one of the most fun guys ever. I love Brian Lee, and I have no idea where he is right now but i don't think anybody does he's i'd have never seen him pop up at a convention ever yeah me either he's disappeared although i did see a picture of undertaker doing brian lee's makeup for when he was the fake taker which i thought was pretty cool um but yeah i'll go with brian lee although i love gary to death all right brian lee the first one off the board all right chadster you ready let's go all right you have the choice of either the miz or jack swagger No, I'll take Swagger. Swagger. I thought you were going to say the zombie. (laughs) Well, that would be your side, maybe. No, that's fake. Oh, that's my side. That's my side. Sorry. Yes. No, I uh, absolutely go Swagger uh, only because uh, Swagger, uh, if you want to go in the context of the new ECW, is ECW champion. Yeah. Um. You know, Francine, I wanted to ask you, did you I know you were only there for a year, but did you attend any of the pay-per-views like uh the Survivor series or Royal no. Rumble when you were there? No. No, just the one night stand. Okay. No, if I wasn't booked, I didn't get it. <laughs> you they didn't have you standing by the Royal Rumble uh koozie with the numbers in it? I, I no, I, I was hoping I'd I'd get a, a call, but I never did. So I had to go to Raw and SmackDown every week, but I didn't get to go to uh pay per views. 
which was fine with me. All right. Next one for you, Francine. We yes, have sir. either Lance Storm or Chris Candido. No brainer. Candido. Okay. No I thought brainer. that one might have been a little tougher for you, actually. No, uh, I, I love Lance. Don't get me wrong. But Chris, yep. Chris is just everything. So go with Candido. You need, so some, you you got need it some funny ha-ha gaga. Bread. <laughs> no, you need some funny ha-ha in the match. And uh, <laughs> that's what Chris is technical, but hilarious. All right, Chad, you have Mark Henry or Test. Oh, uh, ooh, that's a that's a toughie. Let me see. Now I know Mark Henry had a pretty dominant ECW uh, and was ECW champion as well, and I set that precedence by taking uh, Jack Swagger. But I gotta go with Test. T- you gotta Test. think of Test is an all time underrated favorite of mine. World's and you gotta have a little chemistry on these teams, right? You can't just. Did you uh, did you get to know Test at all? Me? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We we he was in the locker room with me. I was supposed to be paired with him. That's the, oh, that's right. Uh huh. That's right. Yeah. But and I think that would have been phenomenal. But for whatever reason, it didn't happen. Well, he had issues throughout his time, and he was a stop and go guy. Every time they brought him back, they pushed him like crazy. And uh, that side of that, that first one that he had, where he came out of nowhere, was you know. You know why they called him Test? <laughs> no. Well, his physique might have something to do with that. <laughs> oh. <no>. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he had to be tested a few times? <laughs> no, I think what he was putting inside of it might have had something to do with that. Yeah. Oh, 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 I got you. Okay. Look at you with all the backstage knowledge. And I was there, and I don't even know what's going on. Student no. of the game, Franny. Okay, game. whatever. Is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Next one. Uh, Chris Jericho or Eddie Guerrero? Oh, wow. Mm. That's a toss-up, huh? That's a really hard one. Ugh. Oh, that's a hard one. Well, we're thinking about that. What do you guys think about Jericho now? I know you don't watch much, but, uh, you know, you pay attention. I love the vignettes. Going. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the vignettes. I don't watch the wrestling part, but I'm always sent the vignettes, and I just love – they're hilarious. You don't um, think he's sticking around too long? No. No? He's over. Take it while you can get it? He's over. Why Why not? Look at Ric Flair. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I mean, look at Terry Funk. Yeah. People, if people love you, you can stay until you're 100. It doesn't matter, and Chris has it. Right. So, so- – that and being he changed said, his style. That's what he he reinvents himself. Mm-hmm. What they did with the Undertaker with the going away party. Wouldn't you much rather see him? And you don't know, but have one last match and really be in character and go out that way than, you know, no, it looked like a high school reunion. No, because no? if you saw his last match, it was not very good. Uh, what I think would be funny is they retired the Undertaker. That's what they keep saying. They retired the Undertaker. So I'm wondering if Mean Mark gets to pop back on the screen now. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> they needed a street fight. They needed some sort of, you know, hey, don't forget, I'm coming with one guy you didn't you didn't really know was coming. It's Mean Mark, and he comes down with the motorcycle and the bandana and all that. Like, I could see that being something that he goes away with the fans that way, something yeah. instead of The Undertaker. Yeah. Hey, you should be a writer for WWE there, Chadster. Look, again, I was there for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I, oh, geez. God, Eddie was so, so talented. But I'm going to go with Chris Jericho. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Fits that team perfectly. Come on. I think Him and so. Candido and then the, the bulldozer so far. So we got speed, uh, skill, and strength on your team. And, and a lot of agility. I think. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think Chris. Now, are we getting them in their era? Prime? So is she getting what, what ninety? Is, is she this? getting ninety-five, Jericho? Yes. Oh, Lionheart. Yes. I'm getting Lionheart. That, that's where you're picking them. Yep, when they oh, were there. Oh, okay. So you're getting okay. ninety-six uh, bulldozer, ninety-five Jericho, Amazing. ninety-seven, ninety-eight Candido. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty, pretty damn good. good. Yeah, it's pretty good. And then at the end, we'll hopefully we'll put these teams up on Twitter somewhere and maybe have the fans vote who they think is the better team, you know? We can do that. 
I can tell you who I'm voting for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, here's your next one, Chad. You got uh, Christian or CM Punk? Hmm. I mean, I'd go with Punk, obviously. You know, Christian, uh, always a fan of Christian, too. Um, But uh, I don't know, Punk, especially in that era, you know, if there was anybody in that ECW realm, that new breed, quote unquote, that could have been in your ECW, I feel like Punk might have been at the top of that list. Would you agree? I think Punk would have fit in perfectly. I really do. I love that. I'm sorry, I love no, the, the straight edge kind of thing was so different than our locker room. So. Well, it was, but you know, I'll tell you what, those early ROH shows in 2002, 2003, if any show had a, like the crowd-wise had an ECW vibe, it was the Ring of Honor shows, even though they had a different style of yeah. competition. And you could see, okay, I would pluck you know, Homicide out. I'd put him in ECW. I'd pluck Punk out. And that's why Punk works so well with Kareem you know, and right. BJ, because you can see he could he could work, and that straight imagine the straight edge guy in that ECW, he would have been the literal eight, most hated guy in the history of wrestling. He would have been uh, right to censor before right to censor. Like, bingo. Mm-hmm. Are you guys surprised that he hasn't come back somewhere as of yet? That he's not in the ring somewhere? I'm yeah. impressed. No? I'm I'm impressed that he hasn't. Because this business always sucks you back in. Now, granted, he did do a little, I, I don't know if he's still doing it, but he did do a little stint for the the network on yes. air. Yeah. Um, now, show, the show got canceled. Okay. Uh, so, you never count him out, but he's doing something with his life. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I'm sure he's happy with it. So, if you can find your niche, then it's all good. He got the biggest fuck you in the history of the company because he got to come back and make a shitload of money to literally sit in a chair and, and talk as himself on a, on a show that literally nobody watched. And he got to, he basically big, big F you to the company. You're going to pay me. I'm not going to wrestle. And I'm not going to do anything else for you except be on this show that, you know, 125,000 people watched. And plus how to, you know, how's his body. Maybe he's at the point where he's beat up and he feels like it's not worth it. You know, a lot of us feel that way towards the end. of our. And and who's he have to work with? No offense to the guys in the locker room now, but I I just feel like there's not many guys that had that kind of skill to to work. Maybe, I mean, you want to see him against the Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns. I mean, it just doesn't jump off the page. You know, I'm thinking of him and Cena or him and Daniel Bryan. And it's uh, those guys, AJ Styles, that's all happened already. So... I think you're right. Maybe it's maybe it's that. I just thought maybe him going to AEW also because they obviously had a lot of money to throw around, and who doesn't they want to want take a lot him. of money? They, they didn't pay want him. Him. He, he wanted no. He wanted a ton of money, and they they said no. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right, you're back up, Francine. You ready? I'm ready, Freddie. All right, New Jack or Sabu. <laughs> Um, wow. Uh, geez, Louise. Well, I don't think, uh, New Jack would be one to wait for his turn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I don't know if there's room for a trash can full of weapons. Uh, I'm going to go with Sabu. All right. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Sabu it is yes, definitely yeah. extreme oh totally alright you have Chad Rob Van Dam or Tommy wow. Dreamer on the fake ECW <laughs> side look yeah, at that I, one I was, yeah I had to switch that up I wasn't giving I, uh, I'm going to take uh, hands down Rob Van Dam wow, wow. The, the, the fake ECW Tommy Dreamer one <laughs> Be a guy I want the team. I mean, need to get a little run there at the end. You don't want someone to drink piss on camera for you. No, no, he had a little. Yeah, he had a little too much of the urinal cakes and the uh, the the spit tobacco and all that. (laughs) They did redeem him a little bit at the end, and they gave him a little bit of a stronger exit. But uh, that cut. He was the cornerstone of that new ECW because he was so hot at the time. 
And, uh, you know, it's a shame. <laughs> it's a shame him and Sabu got pulled over uh, that day in, in Ohio. Because <laughs> what could have been? <laughs> no, but that didn't affect him that much. It that didn't affect him, but it cut much. his original run short that they, you know, they put the belts on him. Look, they put both company, belts on him. That company... When I say that company, I mean the fake ECW. It was doomed from the start. It didn't matter that Rob was pulled over. Shit was going to hit the fan and everything was going to fall apart regardless. So he yeah. moved on to Raw. He became Mr. Monday Night or whatever the hell his gimmick was. And he was fine. Well, it, so he, he had both belts. He had the ECW title and the WWE championship. Mm-hmm. So he was going to go back and forth between both shows. But no that, one cared. Right, right. But that next night, I was at that show in Philly. Literally, Big Show beats him in like four minutes, <laughs> and and that's the end of the ECW title run of Rob Van Dam. And then the, I believe either that Sunday or that Monday, they take the the world title right off of him, and he was gone for sixty days. And what could have been with that original run? The back and forth, you know, the interest. Maybe they bring those viewership over to you guys uh, from Monday to Tuesday. Don't say us guys. I was gone by then. <laughs> We're I was out of there. July. It was that was July. Oh no! Oh, was it? No, no you I were was, there. You were I definitely there. there. Well, because I was. I was there, but I wasn't. She there. was at home. That was, was the, that I show in Philly. There. Oh, I was there at the arena. No, this was the oh. one at the Wachovia Center in Philly. It was. This is why it was one of my know. favorite shows of that era. It was just ECW. So it was. So we got Dream versus C.W. Anderson. Basically, is like an in between between the show and the the dark matches. And it was like this was like it was full. The arena wasn't anywhere near full. It was like I don't know. The basically the first two sections were were filled, but it was just a good show. And then Rob Van Dam gets beat with the choke slam in four minutes, and then that was it. Yeah. Well. Whatever. <laughs> Doesn't it baffle you why they just couldn't take that? You, you own the ECW rights now. Why you just didn't take it and let it be ECW? It, because they wanted to bury it from the get-go. Okay. So to me, it was a big waste of money to give us a big FU. That's the way I look at it. They never gave any – 90% of the roster didn't get a chance because we yeah. were all originals. And he, they just, he just didn't care. He yeah. didn't care. He's a billionaire who just has money to burn and didn't care. That's the way I look. I could be 100% wrong, but when you're talent and you're literally going to the office and telling them that you want to work and you're under contract and you're there and they don't let you do anything, that just tells me that they do not give a crap about you. Yeah. Just because it was a huge success. So you have something that's been tried already. So it's not like you're starting something new you know something can be successful and you have it why not use it you know if they wanted it to be successful then what i was told before i signed my contract would have came into play you're doing everything you did for paul you're going to be a mouthpiece for someone you're going to be a manager you're going to i got to be a manager maybe a handful of times and that was it and it was just stupid bikini contest, which I hate it. And just don't, we don't want you working. Yeah. You know, you offer to bump, you offer to take finishers. We don't do that here. Come on, dude. <laughs> what do you do here? What, what am I here for? Just ridiculous. What, what about that little kid we saw in the front row of the bikini contest that we watched from White Plains? Remember that with you and Kelly child, Kelly, that little that, kid with a- that child. <laughs> What they made me do? Oh my god! He loves no. ECW. He loves the he new does. ECW. He, he, he remembers it fondly. <laughs> I could be his mother for God's sake. <laughs> I can't. That would be you a know? great guest for the show if you could find uh, him. Huh, I, yeah, on. who knows where that? Where, he's probably traumatized in some kind of therapy right now. But whatever. All right. Well, speaking of a few traumatized <laughs> people, your last choice. You have uh, either the Sandman. Or Terry Funk. Wow. Um, God, both crazy. Both great entertainers. Uh, both charismatic. I'm going to have to go with Sandman only because he has a better entrance than Terry Funk. <laughs> That's true. And he knows how to swing that cane. But I love me some Terry. But Terry, back then, Terry was old. Now he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like what year are we in? Ninety six, whatever. He was old then. Yeah. What should we give you? Let's give. Let's give you the champion. Let's give you ninety seven, Terry. 
when he when he won the belt. I still don't think people love Sandman's entrance, and I think oh, that yeah. just pops the place huge. So yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Sandman. What about what about Desperado? Desperado. Desperado, Desperado made me very <laughs> depressed. I didn't like that That's a great song. song. <laughs> no, I don't like it. And to come to the ring to that, I was always like. That video package they played one of the it was late ninety six. Uh huh. The Desperado video package was yes. one of the best they ever put together. I it just, was amazing. Great package, bad song. Don't like it. <laughs> Don't you draw the queen of diamonds? Mom. Don't like it. And there's oh, there's an even sadder version when the Eagles reunited. Oh. Hell freezes over ninety ninety mid nineties. Ooh, it's tough. Don't get me started with some people's entrance music. I just can't. We all know that I hated Dreamer's music. Shane's music was kind of like, oh, I'm, I want to go to sleep. Um, I need that hurt something. me. That hurt. That hurt. Literally hurt. That it hurt the fit. mark inside of me. I mean, it fit, but I need I need bubbly, upbeat stuff, you know? I'm yeah, sorry. you remember. <laughs> oh, God, I love that song. All right, who do I got? You got, got one more. You have the Big Show, or your guy Kane. Oh, oh no wow. brainer! Down. Hello, I'm taking the Big Red Machine, who oh. will now just choke slam the whole both sides and walk away. Now, I am very disappointed that Kevin Thorne did not get a nod onto I the know. scene. How could you not? Because he will be running in and taking out CM Punk at some point <laughs> during this match. <laughs> I almost put him on, but uh, you know. This was, Kane, this was Kane's going over. Kane was the best, and that, and that that was probably his one of his strongest runs in the company was when they put him in ECW. He destroyed every. He beat Chavo Guerrero in like eight seconds. <laughs> but Big Show had a pretty good run there too, right? In yes, the he did. He, did. he, was he definitely did. He did, yeah. but he. he he ain't no mayor of Knox County. Last <laughs> time I checked, he had his own That's, bus though. That is very true. All right, so the yeah. last. The last hey. part of this this uh, challenge, though, is now who would you pick? They each had captains, right? They always had a captain of the team. Who would you pick as your captain? I don't even know. I don't even remember who's your on team, team is. Your team is the Sandman, <laughs> yeah. Brian Lee, Chris Candido, and Chris Jericho, and, and one Sabu. more Sabu. And Sabu and Sabu. Oh God! Oh, all right. Um, I know who it would be. So at this point, I'm going with experience. I'm gonna go with. I'm well. A captain needs to speak, too. So you so have the promo, like, right? The backstage promo. This yeah, is the first guy who's uh, gonna see, talk. Here, here's what I was gonna say. I was gonna pick Sabu, but he never spoke back then. He wasn't a talker. Oh, <sighs> uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm going to put my man over, and I'm going to go with Chris Candido. That's who I was going to pick for you. That's that, that's yeah. a good one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The only other choice I would think was Sandman because of his persona. I think Chris, he'd been wrestling since he was like four. So yeah. I think <laughs> he had experience back then and um, great promo guy, too. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say Chris. Chad? I'm going to pick CM Punk. Okay. Yeah. Because there's your mouthpiece. Again, I'm thinking of the backstage promo yeah. and before everybody makes their entrance that the motivator and the guy who's stirring the pot is going to be the cynical CM Punk who will say something probably derogatory about each guy on his team and then work its way into saying something bad about his opponent. So I'm going to go with, uh, with CM Punk uh, as team captain. Well, Punk and Candido starting it off too. That's How about pretty, that? Pretty good. Yeah. A That'd good be a, right a great match for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I really wish I could bring up my Vince intro right now. It's so awesome. The WWF Survivor Series, the Thanksgiving night tradition. You can. <laughs> it would take too long. <laughs> I'm not doing that yet. Okay. Well, well, you, so you want the fans to vote on who's going to win? Who? The, let's hear expert booking analysis on uh, what we pick. Where? Who do you think is going to win this one? Oh boy, who do I think would win? Um, who would you vote for? Who are you going to vote for? Who would I vote for? Uh, I would actually probably vote for Chad's team. Ooh. Really. How dare you? <laughs> to be honest with you, I was voting for her team. Yeah. <laughs> really? 
<laughs> Until you gave me Kane there at the end, I was voting for uh, for Francine's team. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, w- I would have to. I would have to go with Chad's team actually to win this battle. Hmm. Who who are my sole survivors? Uh, I think that it would be uh, you'd have three people left: Kane, Rob Van Dam, and CM Punk. Oh, three? damn! Three. Wow. Yeah. No credit whatsoever over be there. Wow. See, I'm going to probably say if I was going to 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 pick something myself, I'd probably have it be one or two. I'd probably have it be Punk or RVD as the one, and then those two as the two. If I was to pick that, but I don't know. I think uh, what are you going to come down to RVD and Sabu? And the epic <laughs> stare down at the end. Oh, that would be a good one. <laughs> and in a, a turn of events, Kane would probably turn on both of them and walk out of Okay, the- first of all, Kane and Brian Lee are probably going to get double counted out okay, <laughs> on the outside. So they're they're all already out of it. You know, I mean, it's going to be some sort of uh, scenario. Or Sandman's getting DQ'd for bringing the Kane in. I mean, come on. Well, you've got to use Survivor. Sandman's Survivor- still in the crowd. He's got a 10-minute <laughs> intro. intro. It's It's... You know, he'll take a while. Survivor Series logic is this. A roll-up is neutralizing and as bad as your finish, okay, in a Survivor Series match. Mm-hmm. It's all it takes. A clothesline and you're one, two, three. <laughs> well, well, we'll see what the fans have to say. Yeah. So, uh, DC, Yeah. you make a little poll. Yep. I'll oh. retweet it. Chad will yep. retweet it. And we'll see how many votes we get. And uh, we'll tell you the results. I can't wait. It's going to be exciting. <laughs> now, bring it to the table here. You, you, we had another idea, too, for a, a Patreon extra game, but with our lineup we have with our, uh, our friends coming on this week, what else, let's, let's run through that one if you pull that up. The, the Christmas idea? Yeah, bring, bring, bring some of All that right. to the table before we get to uh, Manscaped and the wrap-up. All right, let me pull that up. Quick. And, w- and what you've been up to since we last had you on. Uh, I've been up to, you know, still going strong with Over the Guardrail. I was oh. saying do that after. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought as I was pulling it up, you wanted me to fill some time. Heal. No, Heal. absolutely not. The whole point, so that's why I said, we'll do the Manscaped read. We're talking about tip chart mass. But before we do that, let's, let's, let's look at your Christmas game. All right. So we spoke about Christmas in the beginning, and Chad has his tree up behind him. Um, so, Queen, some of your favorites of Christmas. Um, present, do, is it better to give or to receive? It is better to give. Now, I want you to be honest, though. It is better you, to give. It's better to give. Yes. Now, you wouldn't rather receive presents. No. Okay. I like to see Just the joy. Sure. I like to see, especially with my kids, I like to see the joy in people's faces when I give them presents. Right. Like shopping. Yeah. But you don't mind getting one every now and then. I don't mind getting them, no. I like gifts. Don't get me wrong. But I love to see happiness through other people. So. All right. In the, in the Queen's household, real or fake tree? I have two trees, and they are both fake. Both fake? Both fake. Oh, wow. Yeah. One is pre-lit, and the other one, I do everything um, they're up and running and ready to go. I don't like I don't like real trees. I don't like the smell. I don't like the needles everywhere, uh, and I don't like going to get one because it's cold. So um, <laughs> I just use the same trees every year. All right. We always had two growing up, also, but one was real and one was fake. Uh-huh. We did we did each each one. Yeah. All right. So you're decorating the tree uh, white or colored lights. So. My main tree is all white lights with red accents and silver. So red and silver balls and poinsettia pieces and a star that is silver, white lights. My other tree, however, is the pre-lit tree. And that has multicolored lights and white lights. So it depends on what setting you put it on. So... So yeah, some days you could do both. Some days if you just want white, some days you could do multi. Just depends how I'm feeling, you know what I mean? Now, do you do all the decorating or the kids and the hubby helps, or is this everybody chips in? in Yeah, everybody chips. And we make it fun. We put on um, I think it's called Sounds of the Season on Mm -hmm. the uh cable. We put that real loud and we just have Christmas music blasting and we just take out all the boxes and the kids help and it's fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My oldest is thirteen now, so the big event is 
he gets to go up on the roof to decorate, so he can't wait to climb up that oh. ladder and get on the roof. Yeah. What do Big you put excitement. on the roof? Like, uh, this this year we did the off the gutters you hang you know like the oh, ice the lights or whatever. Do you have the Santa that hangs like he's I, dying? No, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't have that one. Not a fan of the blow ups either. What about okay, you guys? I don't, the blow up outside? No, can't my, stand. They're tacky. My main piece outside is a manger. Okay. We have oh. a spotlight on the manger, and then we have uh, you know Christmas things, but that's my favorite because the reason for the season is Jesus, in my opinion. So we you have are to, correct. We have to put uh, we have to put him first and foremost. All right. So the last question I have um, is: the Queen of Extreme a regifter after Christmas? I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, not gonna lie. I have regifted. Uh, the worst part is you when you go to regift. It's like. Sometimes you forget who gave you what. And then, <laughs> am I giving this back to the person who gave it to me? Uh, I haven't done it often, but I have done it. Not, I, I have to be honest. We used to have a shelf in my house, actually. We haven't, ha- it hasn't been full lately, but we'd keep all those gifts on a, on a shelf somewhere, <laughs> you know, just ready to hand out at any time. Yeah. It's, it's very easy when your wife's a teacher for that to be the case. She would get a ton of gifts. And we would put them to the side and we'd be like, all right, mm, that's for this person. That's for that person. Mm, this one. Yeah. Now we'll keep this one. Uh, all these glasses. Yeah, that will be good for grandma over here, you know. Grandma, get the glass. <laughs> yeah. So. Nothing goes to waste. I mean, why? If it's not open and not used and you can't use it, why not re-gift it? Absolutely. Somebody else. My trash is your treasure. <laughs> Not calling it trash, but you know what I mean. You could put your trash on eBay if you wanted to. <laughs> you could probably, you could probably get a couple of bucks for it. I know. You know I meant to send you this the other day. The dresses that went in Rob's auction with you, uh, they're on eBay already. <laughs> I signed them to people. I saw two of them on eBay. And it was the screenshot of you wearing it at the uh really? the, what do you call it? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't care. I got Oh no, I know that they, they, they can do whatever they want with it, but Hilarious. I saw that was funny. I was like, damn, I was like, that that, that probably was barely out of the package before. And, and you know posted. what the funny part is? They'll probably won't sell. So it's different not coming from you. No, yeah. it's a waste of why would you you think you're gonna get more? He's not gonna get more. But if he does, God bless him. But I got what I wanted, so I'm good. Those were great shows. Do you watch? You, yeah. you, were, you were, Oh, the I watched, I watched that. Yep, I watched the ones with Dreamer. I've seen the Sandman one. Those are uh, there's a lot of them out there right now. They're but, fine. Uh, they're, it's it's uh, I I tell you what, it's the best time I've I've had. Yeah. Um, virtually, and um, I'm just a I'm a crazy silly person, and everybody thinks I'm drunk during these shows. <laughs> I am a hundred percent not drunk because I have to drive there. Um, I just want to make it fun for people and I want people to stay tuned in. So that's, you know, my personality is just very outgoing. And well, with those shows, you get a good combo. It's almost like watching a podcast or a shoot interview right. or something yeah. like that, you know? And, and Rob even leaned over and he said, oh my God, I've known you for so many years. He said, I never knew you were this outgoing. And I'm like, bro, book me all the time. I will make <laughs> this fun, you know? So it's a lot of fun. My yeah. throat was so sore when I left from all the singing that I did. <laughs> I sang for hours and the people, I, and I don't sing well, I don't think, but people wanted to hear me sing. I came home and my, my throat was super sore, but it was so fun. So I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Yes, very much. You get, look, check this out. So there is, I saw Sunny the other day and I thought this was interesting, right? So here's an original shirt from ECW, right? Your shirt, which in itself is a collector's item, you're not on this shirt. They get all these other great. You you need to be on this shirt. My signature's the, not on there. It's Taz, Shane, Bill Alfonso, RVD, and I think this is Mikey because I see a sad face at the bottom. But Aww. isn't that isn't that something else? I'm like, man, like they have this this classic <laughs> shirt, but you're not signed on. I was like, that is no. that's unbelievable. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Weird. Well, for one hundred and ninety dollars or best <laughs> offer, you could have it. I should buy it back and uh, put my signature and resell it. Maybe I'll get five hundred dollars. Who knows? I was uh, yes, I was uh, I was searching for a very specific item, and I saw these uh, great Francine uh, items on eBay the other day. It's a fun mm-hmm. little. 
fun little search sometimes. So, all right. Well, let's get into the, uh, the the part of the bill pain of eyes up here, and let's talk about Manscaped. Jingle balls to the walls, fella. Listen, untrimmed cube are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. And I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. The revolutionary company Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 3.0 is Pripart. Pri- pri- I'm going to skip over that word for a second. <laughs> Proprietary advanced skin safe technology. So this trimmer cuts on, does not cut on nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 3.0 comes inside the brand new perfect package 3.0 set, which makes for the perfect holiday gift. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. And make sure, and this is a, this is, I can't give this as a PSA enough. And this is something that if I, if you're not listening closely, put your ears as close to your earbuds as possible. Do not use the same trimmer that you use on your balls on your face. Okay. <laughs> not only is it disgusting, it's so unsanitary. And with the help of Manscaped, we're urging you not to do that. <laughs> so gross. Would that be, would that be, if you found that out, would that be a huge, like, just turn off to hear that? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the, the balls to the face? Come on. I mean, people say another thing to the mouth, and this is balls to the face. Oh, come on. Now. <laughs> that was not necessary. Ew. <laughs> DC, how are your balls? Are your balls nice and smooth? Uh, they are doing fantastic. They're Thank doing you. Good. But, okay. I mean, I guess they could always do a little better. So maybe I'll try out this manscaping package, and, you know, maybe it'll be in my stocking. Maybe, maybe you should tell your wife because. Twenty yeah. percent off with code Francine. I mean, you can't get better and free shipping. Yeah, you can't get better than that. Yeah. you know. No, yeah. it's the it's the per- not only could it fit in your stocking, it's the perfect package three point uh, helping sweaty and stinky balls with the crop <laughs> reviver. Uh, the products not only do they smell good, but the manly scent is attractive and will help set the mood. If you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> the perfect package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxers that will keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those disgusting, overused pairs of men's boxers that you've got. And let's get the Manscaped boxers on board because uh, it's tis the season to be Manscaped. So get yourself, your dad, your brother, and your friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. And you can do that by going to manscaped.com. Use the promo code Francine. You get free shipping and 20% off your order. What a deal. I think that is a perfect gift for the holiday season. And if you want to be even safer with your balls that you want to be with your face, how about let's use a little tip jar mask action. Go to tipjarmask.com. As the world begins to go kind of backwards in some places, the the people who work in the restaurants and the bars all across this great land and, and all the cities across America, losing some work, not having as many people come in. Tip jar mask gives 3% of their uh, proceeds to uh, the the displaced workers, and uh, we're very proud supporters of them. You know, we don't have a promo code for them. We're just we're giving you the benefit of the doubt that you're just going to help out in time of need because uh, Francine wears it when she goes out. I mean, it's I a do. great it's a great mask, and we can definitely give it our seal of approval. They are so comfortable. They are lightweight. They are durable. They come in a sealed package, so you know yours is sanitary and brand new. Um, I have mine. I have one for my husband. I have my kids. We all wear them. We love them. And like, uh, Chad said, it's giving back to the communities that are suffering right now. So it's a great, great mask to wear in these times. And I think that y'all should go to tipjarmask.com and order yours right now. Do it right now. Right now. As Ben Stiller said in, uh, the, the remake of Starsky and Hutch, do it. And you know something else? Honestly, <laughs> this would make a nice little stocking stuffer. Yes, it would. Because yeah, times, was. like you said, times are going backwards. We we are still social distancing. We still have to wear masks. God knows how long we have to wear them for. This will fit perfectly in a stocking. So um, I suggest you go to tipjarmask.com and fill those stockings up. My town actually is considered a hot spot right now. Mm. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, oh, you need your, your tip jar mask.com. Yeah. You need it in your life. 
Okay, now you can tell us all about uh, the podcast <laughs> and, and going on. And this, is, and this is even pre-plugs. This is just your time to talk about uh, the Over the Guardrail podcast. Yeah, Over the Guardrail is, has extreme success. We've been doing fantastic with it. If I could run down just a list of some of the guests, Tito Santana, Austin Idol, James Ellsworth, Sabu, um, Jimmy Valiant, uh, Bill Alfonso was there, and, of course, Hollywood from GLOW which uh, the queen of extreme herself helped me out with. Yes, um, sir. Yeah. So we're having a great time with it right now. If you haven't seen it, go to um, over the guardrail channel on YouTube, subscribe, like watch the videos. Um, that's the biggest thing. I want people to watch it. Cause uh, you know, half the reason we do these things is, you know, to, to get the content out there for everybody else to enjoy, you know, not just for us. Who is your uh, co-host? Uh, a lovely Chris- lady on there. Yes, Christina. She has been a new addition to the show, and uh, she's been great. And she keeps up on the new product, so that was okay. one of the, one of the reasons she came on. We may be changing the format a little bit, and uh, you know, not just doing straight guest interviews, but you know, bringing up some topics, new, old, and and conversating about that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, she's yeah, been a great lot. addition. I appreciate that, that too. I knew because I saw her and I said, "Oh." What is this? Yeah. Nice addition. Yeah. And it's been good for me too, because, you know, you, you come up with a lot of these ideas and when you're doing a show all on your own like that, you have nobody to bounce it off of or say, Hey, do you think this is good? And it gives it a nice change of pace. Not just me on there blabbing away. Awesome. And where can people find you on social media? Uh, I can be found parts of a whole 33. That's on both Twitter and on Instagram. And if you look me up on Facebook over the guardrail is all over the place. Oh, it's hot. Yeah, I mean, over the over the place can't even sign in without seeing the an ad pop up for it. Jeez. <laughs> uh, all right, before we say goodbye, so it's fan appreciation for another week. We're gonna have a couple more of our friends from the Patreon family come on, but I will reveal the watch along. Okay. So this is one we were gonna do a few weeks ago, but we did ASMR instead. Okay. <laughs> Why ASMR? <laughs> and I have. I, we're gonna we're gonna do two things. We're gonna I'm gonna bring two clips up for us to listen to. That's a big key. But then we're going to talk over the rest of it. I'm making you listen to it. So, you know, it has to be this. Sandman returns to ECW. We have to hear it. Okay. We have to hear it. There's one part we have to hear it. If you, if you have to turn the sound down, I, I would implore you to, because yeah. your ears are going to hurt. <laughs> I was there. My ears hurt. Just uh, oh yes, you were. <laughs> I was there. Yes. Okay. Sounds so. Fun. That's what we're gonna watch uh, this oh. week. And before I tell you where where I am, I'd like to show you this picture I just saw on eBay as I was closing out my oh, screen. Brother. <laughs> Speaking Why of Christmas, do you have to break my balls. Daddy? <laughs> Speaking of Christmas, <laughs> I love that shirt that Tommy Dreamer's wearing. Okay. That is about the tightest shirt. I and I have to go buy one. Here's a fun fact about that shoot. He. They asked for just me. They didn't want Tommy on the cover. Mm-hmm. I made them put Tommy on the cover with me. And he didn't want to be on the cover because he's like, well, they don't want me. I'm not doing it. I was like, just be on the cover. I thought it would be cute. And so we did that. Um, but initially it was just supposed to be me. But You're dreaming I, of an extreme Christmas. <laughs> we, yeah, I guess so. I remember that shoot too. And I remember that outfit that I wore was see-through and I had nothing to cover my nipples with. And I found, I think I found red paper and I just stuck them on my nipples real quick. And I was like, oh my God, what do I do? So, his, his shirt, his shirt, I'm sorry, his shirt might be tighter than what you're wearing. Fun fact. Let's hear the fun fact. <laughs> no, that was a fun fact. Oh, that was a fun fact? Was. Yeah, no, that yeah. shirt is, that is, if that was, if, if you told me from about above his bicep to his shoulder was painted on him, I would believe it because that shirt is that tight. I think he did that to make his arms look like totally <laughs> I love it. I think that's a great style. That was the style. I mean, what year was that? 98? That, that's 99. January 2000. It's very 2000. January. So that's taken then in 99. Yeah. It's very 99. Very 99. God, I love 99. I wish I could go back to 99. I don't remember 99, but <laughs> no, I do. Uh, I do. Anyway. All right. Well, if you want to follow me, it's uh, at Chad E&B. 
you want to go to my website, ibexclusives.com. Just announced a signing in January with Ooh. the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. Now, will you be nice to him and uh, maybe he'll come on the show sometime? I will absolutely. Well, I see I worked into Queen of Extreme. I already uh, was looking ahead of time and I uh, worked into the uh, contract a interview and I was kayfabed and said he still works for WWE. Wow. He was publicly released in August. <laughs> so I just said, okay, so that I'll talk no. to him in person yeah. and I'll see if I, yeah, once I put on the, the old Chad charm, I'm sure I'll, uh, I, I'll, I'll work my way around it. But I actually worked that into the, uh, to the contract. And they're like, oh, he still works for WWE. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> they don't know who they're talking to. I mean, I just, but I'm, I just, I'm respectful. I'm nice, and I'm like, I oh, okay, you. great. You know, whatever. <laughs> move on. All right, so yeah, it's ibexclusives.com. Check it out if you got something you need, uh, you don't see. Let me know. Diamond conversations. We're taking a break. We'll come back in 2021. 2021. Okay. Yeah, I got a lot of shit going on work wise and stuff. End of the year is cray cray. So got you. Just gotta okay. call it, call it, call it when you see it, and just gotta <sighs> put the brakes on. All righty. I am uh, across the board on social media at ECW Diva Francine, and I am going to push my cameos. This time of year is very festive. It's the holiday season. I have not one, but two outfits that I will don for you if you order a cameo from me, and I will be singing you Christmas carols. How great is this? It's it's, uh, it's a no-brainer. Go to my Twitter at ECW Diva Francine to order and on that note, that's a wrap.